Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff during a pandemic is even better. Whether you're quarantined with your sugar baby or social distancing by yourself, you can get 50% off one item at adamandeve.com when you use the code CANDY at checkout. And that's not all. Adam and Eve will include 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item all partners can enjoy. Plus, you'll receive six free spicy movies. But the best part is the free shipping. You can get all of this at adamandeve.com using code CANDY at checkout. That's C-A-N-D-Y. So Shelby, what are you getting me? Welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your co-host, Emily. And we are doing a Zoom call with Ivy Sherwood today. Ivy, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello. I am the one and only, yeah, Ivy Sherwood. She said it right. So, <laughs> so yeah, tell us a little a bit about yourself. Like, who are you? Yeah, uh, well, I am originally from California, from SoCal. And um, I live out here in Texas. I have been here for a few months. Uh, I'm 27 and just kind of looking to get, I, I was looking to get away from like the LA scene of people, I guess you could say. So I got my fair share of that. <laughs> Reasonable. Oh, oh, I I know about the LA scene. One of my best friends used to live out there and I hated visiting her. Cool yeah. city though. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so you do professional porn, am I right? Yes, that too. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, that's the reason <laughs> it's so normal to me that like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, casually, that's what I do. So yeah, I've been doing porn for seven years, I think, roughly. Wow, that's so cool. And so what made you get started? I mean, I, I feel like growing up, was, I don't know if like, what age is too young to be interested in like sexual stuff but I'd say as early as maybe like nine for me there's a lot of people I've like talked to the more I open up about it and talk to people about it like I find it pretty common but yeah I just kind of woken up into my sexuality I feel like at that point which is really early and weird but (laughs) that's how I did it and um I had a friend that I went to school with We'd known each other since, like, third grade, and she somehow ended up in it, and I had the same line of questioning. I was like, oh, so, like, did somebody find you in a mall, or, like, how does this happen? I don't know. I wasn't, like, curious about doing it, per se, at the time, but, like, I was just curious, and she's like, she was like, come to L.A., need my agent. You know, I wasn't living in L.A. at the time, but, um, you know, if you're living in SoCal, it's like, oh, why not? I can, like, live in Hollywood and whatnot. So I did. I did that. I went up and saw her and met with her agent. And the more I, like, found out the ins and outs of the industry and, you know, what you can do for yourself in it, the more I was like, all right, this this is something that's, like, kind of legit. Yeah, why not? <laughs> that's interesting. I'm kind of – so what was your first scene like? Was it scary? Was it expected? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely interesting for sure because, I mean, like, on any set, you have – maybe 20 minutes to, like, kind of make that physical connection with another person before you're, like, into the scene. Um, So, yeah, like, I, when I first was in, and when you're in L.A., that's, like, mostly where a lot of porn is shot. Um, I had a driver pick me up at the house that I was at, and we drove to set. had a makeup artist do my makeup and took pictures by myself for a little bit. And then 
yeah, maybe like an hour into me being on set at the house and stuff, this person walks up and it's like, oh, this is Jason. He'll be your talent for today. And like, everybody makes jokes. <laughs> of course, some of them are worse than others, but like, it was never awkward or weird for me. It was just kind of like, oh, this is the person you're going to have sex with for money today. And <laughs> kind of laughs about it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. So <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about, oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 go ahead. I was gonna ask, like, has there ever been, like, awkward small talk, like, you know, right before you shoot a scene? Um, for sure. I mean, these people obviously have outside lives and relationships. Sometimes somebody is, like, texting their girlfriend who's on another shoot for a porn set or something else, and then, you know, the boyfriend is the talent for a day, and he's like, yeah, I just want to, like, you know, I'm like in a weird spot with my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so yeah, I'm going to have sex with this person today. <laughs> like, Wild. Sometimes there's that weirdness that happens, but um, you're just professional about it and go about your day. And everybody always appreciates that. Like, it's the unprofessional people who bring other drama on set that, like, don't get called back for shoots. So. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So your Twitter says that you're a fetish model. Would you mind elaborating on that? Yeah. Um, well, for, in my own personal life, like going in and out of phases of having boyfriends, you know, um, I feel like anybody who's a sex worker kind of goes through phases of that. There's people who understand and get it, and then there's people who don't, and maybe it makes or breaks your relationship. Um, so a lot of the times, like if I'm in a down spot, or, like, if I'm not shooting as much or whatever, I have done, like, a lot of wrestling stuff. I've done a little bit of, like, BDSM, not... I'm I'm into certain realms of it, but not the whole, you know, I'm not going to, like, say I'm into it all the time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I guess it's in that niche of market. I didn't know that there was, like, a wrestling group of like women out there until another porn star, Cherie DeVille actually had recommended me to this company. And now um, I do that too. So, but I wouldn't say that's like mainstream. Like I've done some shoots for Hustler and like some other big names that people would know, but like this other wrestling stuff, I would say is a little bit more on the fetish side. It's more niche, you know? Yeah. We just recently found out about, wrestling there we had a woman who emailed us saying that she does that and that she's interested in the podcast but I I'm not necessarily sure what it is is it it literally just like wrestling on camera a little bit yeah oftentimes it's like topless but I'm not sure if who the producers are because it's like the company hires me and the, the producer requests certain girls to do shoots because we have the experience doing it and it, it is actual like wrestling moves we'll do like half nelsons and stuff like that so you do they do kind of expect you to be fit a certain like way or like layout of things um but it's not like as hardcore as like wwe i would say <laughs> makes sense good unless that's what they're looking for but yeah <laughs> How, so how do you set boundaries in the industry? And how did you find out what your personal boundaries were? Mm, and I feel like that's applicable to so many things. Do you mean just with people on set or with my agent or with personal relationships? More related to like 
what your preference are, like what you're comfortable with shooting and um, maybe even during a scene, like if something goes too far, are you, because I mean, we have such limited experience talking to people who shoot a lot of scenes. So I'm just asking as many questions as I can. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, I, I think it is sort of something you, you like train for, like a lot of people um, have, for example, like anal scenes, I don't do it, but I have a lot of knowledge on how to, and that's something that's maybe not played up as well in, in most porn, even like amateur porn, I feel like is like that, um, where they have dilators and they let you like get, prepare yourself, you know, the next day or like, um, even a week before, like if it really is your first anal scene and you're just actually like getting yourself into it, um, they talk to you about they talk you through it in steps and the right way to handle it how to do an enema all that kind of stuff because I mean it's porn it's not (laughs) it's not like um you know you're just actually trying it for the first time at home fair enough they want it to look good so I think a lot of that is is something that's set beforehand there's a lot of communication that goes around everybody if you need to stop you can stop like it's not a big deal really I know when I first started off, there was times where I felt like I needed to have breaks, but like now I feel totally fine. I can just get through a shoot and it's great. (laughs) I looked up your page before this interview and you're pretty popular. Do you feel like there's more pressure for you to look a certain way because you know that there's so many people consuming your content? Um, Sometimes. I, I definitely... (laughs) you can see like sort of an evolution in the way that I've looked I feel like if you see some of the stuff that I was doing in like 2013 it's kind of crazy but at the same time that's still who I am like I've just always been that person who like maybe I'll dye my hair one day maybe I won't maybe I'll have straight hair maybe I'll have an afro I don't know (laughs) so yeah and I mean of course being online you have a different type of hate too. being publicly online like I've gotten crazy absurd messages from Twitter stalkers who like love to hate me. And I'm just like, what are you like, why are you going out about my figure? Because I put myself out there. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah. Is that something that you've had to learn to deal with is people constantly scrutinizing you? Um, I mean, there's a lot of love that comes from the fans. So, I mean, I kind of like for every one asshole that there is like I have 10 other people who love me so it doesn't really affect me as much anymore there's a time where like when I first started out yeah but I don't think anymore so much no that's amazing I want to mute people so (laughs) oh that's true yeah you also have that option (laughs) um Emily do you have any questions that you want to ask I do. So this virtual interview is freaking me out because normally I feel like I can like signal to Shelby. Like I kind of do like a frantic like hand wave um, (laughs) just to be like, oh, put me in coach. Um, So just trying to navigate that. Um, So I've just been writing questions like just kind of going on. So I have like five. So Shelby, we can maybe go back and forth off the questions maybe. Sure. Okay. So I guess... Uh, do you think that, you know, there's somewhat of a community that comes out of being in porn? Like, do you have your porn star friends where you guys just kind of talk and you're like, wow, I did do a shot with that person the other day. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are there community? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've had some of, like, some really good close relationships with people in porn, and I still do have a few. Um, I've definitely, like, since I've moved out here to Austin, um, I feel like removed myself a little bit, but that's by, like, no means because there's issues with people in porn. I mean, sure, there's people with issues, but I, I wouldn't equate that to them being a porn star. Like, that's something else. <laughs> okay, and then... um. Do you think it's a lot easier to just kind of like, you know, vent about work or just talk about something that happened, I guess, on a shoot with people who are involved in porn versus friends who maybe are a little more sheltered? Yeah. Um, I, I still have my friends from like, you know, when I was in college and other times of my life besides being a porn star who, you know, because of the length of our relationship, I can open up about these things, but I can't say that I would have done that in like you know three days of knowing them like I would with somebody on on a on a shoot maybe you know yeah all right yeah I understand that yeah and I guess like before so are you involved in the porn industry here in Texas as well or was that just kind of back in LA that was mostly just back in LA um I have heard of a few um like when I was on my way out here I've had a few people who have told me about like the BDSM scene out here. Um, I haven't explored into that as much. Like I'd love to go to a dungeon sometime, but um, I just haven't had that in my schedule yet. And obviously now is not the best time to be doing that, but um, yeah, Shelby and I were going to go to this like BDSM party in a dungeon, Mm -hmm. but it got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's totally fair. I mean, to be honest, I was scared anyways. So. <laughs> yeah. So I guess like before all this would happen, I guess like kind of at, you know, back when you were in LA, how often would you do a shoot? I will say that for me, it's slowed down like the longer that I've been in the industry. So at first, maybe I was getting like two shoots a month one or two shoots a month. Um, and I was doing webcamming and a bunch of other stuff too. And then maybe in the past four years, it's been like three shoots, maybe one shoot. No, like three to one shoot a quarter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and do you find that has this, does it ever become like tiring or is it always just kind of you know fun and exciting I guess how has doing it over the years kind of like affected your view on it no it's always been it's always exciting and fun um for me so I haven't really had too many negative experiences most people in the industry are pretty understanding and nice to each other and professional um but yeah, like I said, occasionally you do get that one person that's just like, you are too much drama, but I think you're just going to run into that anywhere. So, <laughs> you know? Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. So I definitely know I, I know a lot of engineers that cause way too much drama for what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, do people ever recognize you like out in public? Um, you know, I, I don't. I haven't had too many people come up to me. I think maybe just once or twice at like AVN at the award shows and conventions and stuff. But um, the last time 
I was out in Chicago, a fan tweeted at me and was like, I think I saw you. And I was like, you did. Uh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> Why didn't you come up and say hi? Like, it's, it's really funny. I, I think there's been a few people who have seen me and just didn't say anything, but like tweeted at me later or like tried to tell me after the fact, which is really weird. But I guess I also understand. <laughs> Reasonable. Yeah. Wait, we need to go back. What are porn star award shows like? Oh, they are crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Uh, usually AVN's at the Hard Rock, and it's in, like, January, mid-January or so. Yeah, it's so crazy. There's a lot of parties and, like, sponsors. Um, I think I've heard, like, you guys have had Adam and Eve sponsor your broadcast before, right? Yes, we have. Or we currently do. Well, <laughs> I was also listening to your show before I came on, so... Um, Oh my gosh, I hope you liked it. We talked talked about dungeons quite a bit, so hopefully after this is over, we can maybe introduce you to some people in the BDSM community. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Um, But yeah, so Adam and Eve, they'll have like a tent set up there, flashlight, you know, that professional side. There's also the girls who have agents like myself, um, and we're each there with their like agency and signing autographs and handing out stuff, and maybe somebody will put their butt on a shirt, I don't know, people buy it, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, and then there's parties and awards that go out, um, and it's usually for, like, best, all the categories, you know, I, I don't know if they have trans awards yet, I haven't been in a year or so, um, wait, when you say, when you say award categories, I'm not assuming it's, like, best soundtrack, like, what, what are the categories, (laughs) (laughs) like you know like the categories they'd have on like Pornhub or something like they have straight porn they have anal there's girls the best girl girl scene they probably have best group sex scene or something like that um they definitely have directors though too and uh producers and stuff to get awards so yeah it's kind of a big deal (laughs) what have what have you been not have you been nominated for any awards I have not been blessed with a nomination um but I'm rooting for you. Yeah, we're both thank rooting you. for you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, the shows themselves are, are really great. And you get to say hi to, you know, all of your friends and people and all that jazz. It's it's crazy. So <laughs> how has the pandemic affected your business? Um, it's completely shut down actually right now, as far as I know. Um, and I'm not sure when things are gonna go back but um it's kind of forced more people to embrace online connection with people you know um i myself have signed up for an only fans page and i know a lot of people who are doing that um even though it's been around for a while i just was like well this is the next avenue that i can go down to still provide content for people and i guess have some income <laughs> Do you feel like it's been easier for you to move to OnlyFans because you already had a fan base to begin with? Um, I don't, I don't think it hurt for sure. I mean, like it's been, it's been a smooth transition for me, but, um, I can only speak from that experience. I don't, I haven't tried it before or with any other accounts that aren't associated with my Twitter. Right. Yeah, we've talked to a few in-person sex workers who are moving to online sex work right now, and they have been saying, like, yeah, it's really hard to build a digital presence that quickly because, you know, most of the girls on OnlyFans have been doing that for years, so they already know what they're doing. So 
yeah, it's been hard mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, I would still put myself in the category of I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been maybe seven days, but <laughs> that I've had the pay job. But uh, we'll see. I, I've, I have some growth happening on there, so I'm I'm happy for that. That's good. Oh, we're excited for you. Yeah. Thanks. Um. Do you think? Do you think once the pandemic's over, you're going to go back to doing more shoots? Absolutely. I mean, allegedly, I had like three or four shoots actually lined up. Um, there's this thing, like whenever I, I, since I moved or since I'm like detached a little bit from the LA scene, they think I've like retired. Like, <laughs> it's really funny that that happened, but, um, I guess people are aware that I'm not. And so I had like three or four shoots lined up and I don't know what's going to happen with those, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, wishing you the best. It, it is like super weird in these times so even I guess like every industry has been affected so far right yeah for somebody who is interested in going into porn what advice would you give them um I personally speaking I I can't speak from other people's you know experience but from my own I've had an agent um every step of the way while I was in this while I've been in this industry and I think that that's the best way to go about it. I, they, there's agents all across the country. They, they have some, and I think in Miami and maybe I think a few in New York and LA. So maybe look for one, whatever, which one of those is closest to you and get recommendations. Yeah. And, and maybe just do some research before you just jump into maybe like, I'm going to put this amateur video online. <laughs> it's not quite the same as that. Um, and yeah, it, everything's super clean that way. We're all tested and safe about it. I think if you're going to do porn, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you see yourself doing porn long term? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I definitely like don't have a problem with the fact that I am still shooting. I didn't envision myself to still be shooting, but like, it's fun and great and make decent money. So as long as that's the case, I, I think I'll continue to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's totally fair. If yeah. you, if you weren't doing porn right now, what do you think you would be doing? Um, well, I do have a day job. Um, it's not, porn is not the only thing that I do. Oh. Um, yeah. I should have probably mentioned that at some point. <laughs> earlier. What do you do? Uh, um, I am a massage therapist professionally. I don't do erotic massage. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just prefer to keep those worlds separate. And yeah, I work in like spas or with chiropractors. Um, I kind of like going down a little bit more of the medical route with that. Wow. That is so interesting. Yeah. Do you so fi- probably not too much different than what I'm already doing now. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's I what I was, I was going to ask. Do you feel like there are elements that kind of overlap in porn and massage therapy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have been over that in massage school. Um, really? One of the exercises we did, they, they like split us up into two separate. They're like, half you go to this side, half you go to the other side. And we had two instructors and they gave us se- separate instructions and we came up with pretty much the same answer. And one of them was like, describe your perfect first date environment. And then they're like, describe your perfect massage environment. It's like almost the same thing. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Think about it. Like low lighting, 
maybe some nice music. Is it a date or is it a massage? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a level of intimacy involved in massage that you would see in porn or in dating or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe that helps with how it is that I make that connection with people. I I feel like I do read people a lot, but uh, yeah. Very cool. Emily, do you have anything else to add? Um, obviously I have more questions. (laughs) (laughs) So have you found new things that you enjoy through porn? Um, yeah, yes and no. Um, like one experience that I've had is puppy play in the whole like fetish realm of doing stuff. Um, it's kind of weird, but I like it. (laughs) I like being a pet as well as being a master. It was, that was not for a scene, but it was with like some porn friends one night we were just like playing around being weird and I'm like I don't think I would have had this experience like if not for being in porn (laughs) honestly that's so interesting so yeah yeah, I guess like when that kind of leads into like my next question you know obviously not to kink shame but has there ever been like you ever walked on a set or like seen some sort of scene and you were like oh my gosh that's weird like just kind of been initially shocked by it um Like, on set, no. Um, I've been shocked more from, like, the stories that I've heard from people. Um, Is there anything in your mind that's really popping out at you right now? Hmm. If not, that's okay, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel like I'm drawing a blank right now. No, no, Um, you're totally good. I guess it sounds really professional. I don't know why I was expecting a lot more drama, so... Yeah, I mean, there definitely can be, and you get, that's, once again, like, reiterating on the whole get an agent, be professional about it and stuff, um, because there can be those, dra- like, horror stories, and I've heard it from girls who maybe had, like, a crappy agent somewhere first, and they're like, yeah, they sent me to this scene, and this XYZ happened. Oh, actually, I can't think of a horse of one terrible thing that happened. <laughs> Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> um, but it wasn't with, like, talent. It was actually with, like, the director. So we were shooting in this amazing house in, like, Malibu or something somewhere. I don't know. It was gorgeous. But we were taking way too long for this scene. And, like, it was a girl-girl scene. But, like every So it was a bunch of girls on set and, like, one male director. And all of us were, like, agitated because we knew it was taking too long. And we're like, what the heck is going on? Like, the director's going outside to have, like, a smoke break or, like, you know, talk to this person for 20 minutes and we're like all right well we need to like get this shot and leave um so it ends up we end up going over time over on our time and the homeowner comes back he's furious like why are you still in my house um and he's like yeah yeah no we just need another like two hours and it becomes like this screaming match between the homeowner and the director and i just start picking up my stuff and leaving i'm like nope nope not working with that company anymore (laughs) reasonable Uh, yeah, so sometimes that kind of stuff does happen, and that can happen with anybody, really. Somebody has a bad day, I don't know, but um, yeah, when it's bad, it's usually pretty bad, because we're renting out somebody's house, or a hotel room, or something, and <laughs> yeah. Just gotta be careful in those situations. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My goodness. I'm curious, has... Being in porn changed your perception of sex and sexuality? Um, not, uh, not all that much, no. I don't think so. Um, I think I went into this being a pretty open-minded person. 
to you know different people's sexuality or whatever mine might be if I was still figuring it out um yeah I think actually yeah I got in the industry when I was about 20 so yeah <laughs> um I guess you could say I was still sort of figuring out my sexuality at the time but um I wouldn't say that uh, yeah I don't think it's changed if anything it's made more of those opportunities I guess available where it could be in a controlled safe space and there's a lot of communication you know yeah oh definitely it's almost ideal but it's just on camera so <laughs> that's like so you have somebody oh I need water okay cool you don't have to move let me just bring water to you <laughs> it's no big deal <laughs> Yeah, I think that's something because there's such a stigma surrounding like sex and sex work that it's all dirty. It's it's interesting to hear that like, no, you have people that are always there like ready to take care of you and everything's very clean and everyone's tested. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's so important to keep reminding people is like this is a safe environment for the most part. Right, right. So I guess going back to kind of questions about like, you know, it being a safe environment and every being, everybody being so cool. Um how enjoyable is the sex that you do in porn? I guess I was going to say versus in home. I don't know how to ask this question without it being weird. So I'll just be like straight up. Like, <laughs> as, is the sex that you shoot in porn like better, worse, or about the same as like, you know, what you do in your own free time? Yeah, um, I'd say probably about the same. Both have their ups and both have their downs. Uh, like, personal. I mean, if, okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to get too embarrassed about this, which is weird. I mean, if, it, if it's too personal, <laughs> that's also okay. No, I'm no, no. Just, like, I do want to talk about this. I do want to talk about this, though. <laughs> so, yeah, in my personal life, when I have sex with somebody, it's more, obviously, there's, like, a, a more long-term, like, emotional connection with that person. It's not something I'm just, like, turn it on and I'm like all right we're doing this um it's yeah so it's a different type of sex number one um and then two I'm not like of the opinion that size matters a whole lot I mean it it does a a little bit which is where like the porn gets its extra point you're always having sex with guys with like decent dicks so (laughs) that's nice but um amen for that right yeah that part can't complain on that um they've been vetted you know usually they know how to, what they're doing it's, it's not that bad um the only downside is like you have to get the angles and like make sure that you're in specific positions and it's like i don't want to have sex like this i would rather have sex like in another way um and sometimes you get those liberties but you know browsers has a different style than i don't know like hustler than like some other site than reality kings like people want what they want so you got to give them that um so yeah, in personal sex, you don't have to deal with any of that. And it's just, it's a different type of sex. All right. So what would you say to people who, you know, might have, or might say that porn gives an unrealistic view of sex? Um, well, I mean, it's a fantasy, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm assuming really it's sure. pretty unrealistic. I guess just kind of like, how much goes on like behind the scenes? Like, cause you know, sometimes when I watch porn, I'm like, they've been going at it for 20 minutes straight how is nobody like sweaty like breathing heavy like how has nobody done anything weird or embarrassing (laughs) well that depends on how many cuts there are I guess um if you see a lot of cuts then they were stopping to get water and readjust and powder um if you see it just going straight through then I'm 
shocked that person's not sweating, but they probably just work out a lot. So <laughs> there's that too. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, maybe it's something that you just sort of get used to if you're, if you've been doing it for a while. Um, or, or if you just like having sex a lot, sometimes you just find that girl who just loves having sex a lot. <laughs> they exist. So I know. I know a lot of people like that, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, what do you think are the biggest misconceptions people have about porn? Like, what are some things that, you know, if you wish that you could just tell everybody, like, hey, this isn't real, like, this is fake, or it's like mm-hmm. this, not that? I... Or it seems like, actually, after talking to you, it seems like the industry's pretty straightforward where everybody's really professional. I guess, like, when people don't really know about the professional aspect of it. Yeah, I guess people just don't really, really know the full, like, as, like professional aspect of it as much. I think that they think it's, like, you know, these people who are having sex together are, like, you know, all dating each other and, like, all, like, doing, like, I don't know, group sex things, but not really, like, there's times where we've had like porn star bowling nights. Like that's, <laughs> that's so bowling sometimes. Yeah, we all go out bowling sometimes and it's chill and we just hang out. Go everybody goes home afterwards. Like it's not a big deal. But wait, wait, I feel like when you go to porn star bowling night, somebody is like obligated to make a joke about like handling all the balls, right? <laughs> at some point, yeah. And there's gotta be at least a few of those in, in there. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I've heard anyone say that, but I'm going to steal that for, for next time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, a laser girl. Wow, guys, a lot of big balls to handle. Like, <laughs> got an eight-pounder here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's, it becomes a lot more like a community of, of like-minded people, I guess you could say, than it is like a cult of sex addicts. It's not that at all. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, I, yeah, we're done with all my questions now. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I've asked everything too. This was so insightful. I, most of the girls who do porn that we talk to do like solo porn on OnlyFans. So, um, we don't hear a ton about the more, uh, production side of things. So this was really interesting to get to learn about that. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, so thanks for doing this interview with us, Ivy. You guys can follow her on Twitter at Lil Miss Sherwood. Do you have an Instagram? Um, I do. Yes, I just got it because um, they shut me down before. Oh, yikes. <laughs> it's Ivy period Sherwood. Ivy period Sherwood. Perfect. Yes. So, yeah, um, and if you guys, like, Google Ivy Sherwood, she's the per- first person to pop up. So um, you'll find her right away. She's not not hard to find. Um <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Candy Girl Pod or on Instagram at Candy Girl Podcast. And you can always shoot us an email if you have any questions for us or for Ivy or for anyone else who's been on the show at Candy Girl Podcast at Outlook.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy, and we'll hear from you guys next Friday. Bye.